one. Welcome to Firefox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room and your chat will be deleted. Also, if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the broadcast. You know, I never thought I'd actually be saying this, but Joe Biden has really lost his ever-loving fucking mind. I'm serious, folks. He, he's absolutely out of his tree. See, here's the deal. Joe Biden decided that with the vaccinations comes, let me see your papers, please. 
Uh, let me explain for those of you who are wondering what I mean by that. Simply put, what I mean by that is, well, Joe Biden is actually considering having everyone carry vaccination passports. And you must show them to go into restaurants, bars, blah, blah, blah. And if, in fact, this is to come to pass, well, guess what, America? The statement, the phrase, let me see your papers, please, could very well become a reality under the Biden dictatorship. No, I'm not joking. I am not sitting here making a horrendous... I mean, this is just... Honestly, this is stupid. It's not a joke. I'm dead serious. And even Florida Governor DeSantis is considering executive action because of this insanity. And I've got that story, by the way, and I'm going to bring that to you. But I could not believe my eyes and ears. The Biden dictatorship is actually considering having people show documentation to prove they've been vaccinated. Well, hold on a second. Let's back up the bus, Gus. Let me see your papers, please. When did we become an outright dictatorship? When did we start becoming something like out of, literally out of Nazi Germany? Okay? I mean, honestly, is have we regressed to the Nazi Germany of World War II in the respects that everywhere you go, you have to prove you've been vaccinated? I'm sorry, but maybe just telling someone you've been vaccinated is not enough. Um, did they do this when the polio vaccine came out? Did they do this when any of the vaccines that we received as children came out? Did they require people to show papers proving that their child was in fact, and I mean this sincerely, folks, in fact vaccinated? To my knowledge, they did not. It was not something that was required. Yeah, you got some you got something for vaccination records. And I have I had to get a second card, by the way, because I forgot to bring the first one. But the uh medical group that I belong to as a patient uh, just happens to have all my records and includes my vaccinations. Yeah, ain't that nice? Well, here's the thing with it, folks, and, and, and I can't stress this enough. If we're going to be required to carry paperwork everywhere we go to prove that we have been vaccinated, then take the state troopers county sheriffs, local police, and put them in brown shirts and long neck goose boots. I mean, that seriously, that's what it's going to come down to. Are we that pathetic as a nation now because of this idiot in the White House that we have to submit to that kind of ridiculous dictatorship mentality? Whoa, back up the bus, Gus. I was born in the United States of America, not the United Soviet States of America, okay? I'm sorry, but we're not a socialist country. But it seems that that's the direction we're going to end up going. We're going to become a Nazi party country, similar to what it was under Hitler? <laughs> Fuck no, I am not going there. 
Okay? See, this is what we have a problem with in America. We have a problem with this asshole, Joe Biden, sitting there and actually coming up with this crazy crap. But I don't think he's coming up with it on his own. The people are advising him. They're telling him, do this, do this, do this. And like an idiot, like a fucking moron, he's going to do that. Something tells me it's going to take every single person in America, every state in America, at least the ones that will give a shit. I mean, governors like Cuomo and Newsom probably wouldn't give two shits. They probably welcome it. Well, here's the thing. It's going to take everyone across America to stand up to this dictator and tell him, fuck you. When did we become a, you know, communist country? When did we become like that of Nazi Germany of World War II in the modern 21st century? We're not going to stand for it. And I'll tell you something, America, we shouldn't have to. I got my vaccinations. I've got my vaccination cards. The first one that I received, which also shows when I was supposed to get the second one, and did. And, of course, this past Friday, I got my second vaccination of the Moderna vaccine. And so far, I'm doing great. And I am, too. So far, so good. No side effects, symptoms, nothing. So here's the deal, Mr. Biden. If you want to implement something like vaccination passports, where everywhere we go, if we want to sit in a diner or go to a bar, of course, I don't go to bars, but you get the idea, and we have to submit to showing our papers, fuck you, you old goat motherfucker. America, it's time to stand up to this idiot. Tell them in the Congress and the Senate, all the Democrats, that they can all kiss our collective fucking asses. This is not going to fly. And I haven't heard or seen in writing anything from the Democrats denouncing this idea at all. So, time to stand up, America. It's time to be heard. I'm not calling for violence. I would never do that. But what I am calling for is a collective unified message of hell Hell no. no. America, we must all stand together as one, with one loud voice, and tell this son of a bitch where he can stuff the idea straight up his ass. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend tonight's broadcast all over the world on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. Ah, good evening, fellow patriots, and welcome to Firefox News and Online. Well, you will never hear me ask you to show your papers, please. You'll never get that from me. Hell fucking no. All right, America. It's showtime. 
we are we are having difficulty with our email accounts. Uh, I can send from them, but I cannot, for some reason, receive anything from them. I may have to do a complete overhaul of my Outlook Express. Oh, not Outlook Express. Outlook 2007, which means I'm going to have to fight like the Dickens to fix things and so on and well temporarily we are anyone who wishes to send comments to uh, this broadcast if you're watching in archives uh, please do so by using the email address comments at journalist.com again that's comments at journalist.com this is temporary hopefully uh, I know you see two email addresses on your screen those watching uh, the video uh, let me just Drop that one. There we go. It is unfortunate that I have to uh, do that, but uh, the uh, webmaster for FirefoxNewsOnline.com and I were working on this earlier today, and it's logging in now is not a problem. It's just a problem trying to get things to actually receive. It says we're receiving, but we're not receiving. Anyway, long story short, a bit of a mess, a tiny problem, not too big a deal. Now, for those of you who are watching tonight, normally you would see me, if I'm wearing a hat, I would wear uh, the uh, Camp Smith hat that I have. But I decided tonight, at least for tonight, because I can't find the other hat. I put it somewhere and I forgot where I put it. Uh, I took out of the closet my trusty God Bless America hat with the with the F from with FDNY between the twin towers. Uh, I got this hat uh, while a, a long time ago. Uh, honestly, I forgot where who gave it to me. I, this was given to me. I forgot who gave it to me. Uh, I have a. I, I suspect. I know. I have an idea of who it was. Uh, I just can't remember off the top of my head. A hearty howdy do and hello to Cherokee Rose watching by way of Twitch TV. And tuned in via Mixler is my buddy Gunslinger. So now, uh, bear with me, folks. Somehow I forgot to do there. I sent to all the other ones. Skype is currently out of order. Sorry for the inconvenience. What do you mean Skype is out of order? I was able to call in. Hmm. Uh, to, for the next two weeks, by the way, starting tonight, uh, for the next two weeks, starting tonight, 
Firefox News Online will be a two-hour broadcast, not as usual, three. Uh, the reason for that is because over the next two weeks, I have a lot of medical testing, physical therapy, and it's going to be early mornings. And for physical therapy especially, I have to have plenty of rest. So, unfortunately, and sad to have to do this for two for the next two weeks, but we were only go we're only going to be at a two-hour broadcast. <clears throat> two weeks from today, however, we will be back to our normal, hopefully, our normal broadcast times. On the phone lines at 347-945-5747 is... That rootin' tootinist Texas son of a gun, who's 357 Magnum. By the way, <clears throat> I know it must be painstaking and tedious to do this, but I think he's figured out a way to do it. Real neat, real nice. He has put the word thugs on every slug that he's going to shoot them in the ass with if they try to, if they try to get into his place. Now, Gunslinger is known for having for for, for having a, for having some really cool uh, laughs for us, and anyone who's tuned in this broadcast, Gunslinger will tell you right up front. <clears throat> when it comes to having fun, sure he'll do that. When it comes right down to it, you try and if you try to home invade his place, he's got a present for you, and it's not a nice present either. So beware of my buddy, the gunslinger, and that's all that need be said. Except, yo, gun, what's up, buddy? Well, actually, you get a second prize with what you just said. A second you prize? Get a official looking. Yes, a second prize, no doubt. <clears throat> this is one is a good one too. It's official. It's uh, something to remember you by. It's a fucking toe tag. Courtesy of Fifty-seven Magnum. <laughs> yeah, but that toe tag is is, is is actually their change of address. That too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot, a lot of people would would listen to us talking like this and go, "Oh, they're talking violent. That's disgusting. That's terrible." You know what I say to people that's, that, that say that? <clears throat> Grow a sense of humor. Brain cell. My God. Well, you know, not, is, not only is it to grow a sense of humor, but uh, what, when you have to use that little boom-boom thing for a situation like that, what, what else do you call it but violence? Yes, guns are violent, Okay. You know, it's just that's just the way it is. That's the way that's the way the West would won. You think they fucking back there in the days? You know, did they? You think they sat around, circle jerked each other? I don't think so. They went out there so like real men out there. Yeah, out there in the in the in the square in the main street of the town that uh, that they was in, and they had a duel, a shootout, and the oh, best yeah. man walked away. You know. You know, well, that, um, that's that's fact. I'm not making that shit up, okay? That is actual fact. That actually happened okay, way back then, okay? So, 
did they have little violent things they carried around? Uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Okay, so in that in that case, violence in that type of situation is is good because you are defending yourself and your loved ones and everything else from criminal attack. Okay, so yeah, I mean it's just it's just the way the world works, unfortunately. And and if you don't want to become a victim, well. You carry. If you want to become a victim, well, you'll submit to them, I guess. And better be lucky that they don't kill you too. Okay, so you know what if I what have I always said that the only person that could protect you is the woman looking back at you from the mirror? Who would that be? That'd be you. <laughs> I think that's pretty good sound advice, don't you? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Gunslinger. I'll tell you what. Here's the deal. See, in today's society, in all honesty, I don't think many of us, uh, especially those of us who live alone, uh, have too many choices. Okay, we we don't we're not left with a whole lot of choices. We're not given a whole lot of choices. Okay, and if and that being said. I think it's it's a safe bet that, you know, I would rather, I would have rather, this is the tongue tied. I would rather have, you know, I, the, my tongue blocking the eye teeth so I can't see what I'm saying is getting a little old now. It really is. Um, I'd rather be able to protect myself than not. You know, that's the bottom line. You know, I live alone. I'm not a scaredy cat. I'm not a coward, but by God, I'm not going to. I'm not going to sit here and not be able to defend myself. Screw that shit. You know. I mean, come on. Only um. Oh, oh, the the only way you're going to see me not being able to defend myself is, and I, I'm serious, is if I'm in the hospital in a coma. Beyond that. <clears throat> Until that happens, buddy, hey, no, 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 no. That ain't happening. No, I'm not, I don't, I, I never say never, and I never say surrender. That's the, that's the way it is. All right. We don't have the usual three-hour tour that we do here, but we do have our Fun, 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 or we try to anyway. All right, let's get this party started here. I don't know why I put this video on the list. I should have. I've got a, a, a video here that I saw recently of a toddler actually performing wrestling moves on his father. I thought it was the most hilarious thing I ever saw. All right. So GOP lawmakers, according to the New York Post, slam vaccine passports being considered by the Biden administration. Yes, folks, as I said in my talking points, the Biden, the Biden dictatorship is actually considering vaccine passports. What does that mean? In a sense... 
Let me see your papers, please. Welcome to the 21st century version of Nazi Germany. Well, here's what the New York Post had to say on this. Top-ranking Republicans are trying to stamp out digital vaccine passports that would allow businesses to check if customers are inoculated against COVID-19. The White House is working on a private sector-driven initiative to help businesses identify people that have been vaccinated. As venues reopen and travel begins to pick up, New York has already developed its own version, dubbed the Excelsior Pass. The digital app doesn't display the user's health information. It will be required for vaccinated customers to gain entry to large venues like Madison Square Garden. The passports have been criticized as invasive and hypocritical by some Republicans, including the party's second highest ranking member of Congress. Considering that Democrats want to require vaccine IDs for people to conduct their basic daily activities, they now have zero grounds to object to voter ID laws. House Minority Whip Steve Scalise told Fox News Channel. If under Democrat logic, you should need an ID to enter even a grocery store, surely there wouldn't be an objection to showing an ID to legally vote. House Judiciary Committee ranking member Jim Jordan called out Biden's administration pursuing the passports for Americans who want to engage in day-to-day activities, while it doesn't seem to care about passports when it comes to illegal migrants crossing the southern border. Vaccine credentials would be a complete government overstep. Individuals in America have a personal responsibility for their health, Representative Pete Sessions told Fox News Channel. The White House has said the government is not taking a large role in the project, and is looking to fill a demand for private businesses. The government is not viewing its role as the place to create a passport, nor a place to hold the data of citizens. White House COVID-19 response team advisor Andy Slavitt said Monday, Our role is to help ensure that any solutions in this area should be simple free, open source, accessible to people both digitally and on paper, and designed from the start to protect people's privacy. White House coordinator Jeff Zients told reporters earlier this month, the the Excelsior Pass, which launched on Friday, can now be used by New Yorkers to gain access to wedding receptions and other events in excess of social gathering limits. Okay, first of all, I have a huge problem, a huge problem with this. I don't get, I never gave the government permission to tell anyone whether I was vaccinated or not on my behalf. Nor do I, would I ever give up my rights to privacy. Okay? 
because if the if if say the business that I go I go to frequent, um, for sake of this uh, discussion, is oh I don't know. The 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 Duchess Diner, okay, a place on Route Nine uh, that I used to go to quite often at one time or another. Let's say I, I I had the means to go back there again. Now, I would have to show my papers in order to go into this restaurant and be able to sit down and have the meal. What the fuck is this country coming to? Any form of digital can be corrupted. I'm sorry, but this is fucking Nazi Germany, 21st century style. Gunslinger, you heard me read this. You heard my, the story I read. You heard what's going on. Talk to me, brother. What do you think? Well, they can kiss my fucking ass. Okay, this is America, just like you said. This is not Nazi Germany. This we're not under Stalin, Mao, or Hitler rule. This is America. You have a right. We have rights here. They obviously don't think so, but they're going to have a rude awakening because we do. Okay, these people, like I said, are out of control. Oh, I'm going. I put it in the fucking. Uh, I put it in the uh, mixer in the mixer chat room. Well, what if my house catches on fire? Am I going to have to show my papers, please, before the fireman can come down here and piss on my goddamn house to put it out? Are you fucking crazy? I mean, can you imagine the lawsuits? They're not going to do that. It, it, it's, yeah, they can say sure, okay, yeah, whatever. But when it really comes down to for the rubber meets the road. They're going to, they would be saying fucking lawsuits. It would it would tie the fucking courts up this time next century. Okay. You cannot tell a person to show their papers, please. Okay. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, do I have to show my papers now to breathe? Fuck you. Okay. I'm telling you, these people are getting well, they already they already done got too big for the britches. And they ain't even been been in there for just what three months now, okay? These people have they're 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 tyrants. What do you? I mean, come on! I didn't make the Second Amendment back, you know what it says, okay? I did not pen that that document. I had nothing to do with it. I wasn't even born yet, for God's sakes. The founding fathers that started this country made the Second Amendment and what it says. When a government becomes tyrannical, uh-oh, <laughs> where'd I heard that before, huh? It is everybody's right and duty to throw off such government and start anew. What are they doing right now? What, I mean, are you, you, you these people are, are delusional if they really think that the American people are going to put up with this shit. It's bad enough that you're going to show ID, you know, get your ass swabbed if you're going to go onto an airplane by the TSA, you know, groped and titty felt and all this shit. Uh, old grandmothers and, and young children, too. Okay, go look it up. It's on YouTube. Uh, uh, I mean, 
you have to show your papers to, oh, uh, Mr. Cobb, uh, can I see your driver's license, please? That's a form of, can I see your papers, please? Okay. Fucking stupid-ass driver's license. Which showed me in the Constitution where a fucking driver's license is required. I'd love for you to find it because it ain't there. Save you time and trouble. It ain't there. But at the same time, you're allowing literally no telling how many illegal aliens over here. And that's exactly what they are. They're illegal aliens because they don't fucking live here nor were they born here. And not just necessarily from Mexico. I'm talking anywhere. Okay. To this country, are they going to have to show their papers too? Well, I mean, if they don't have to show their papers, you think I'm going to show you mine? Again, fuck you. I'm telling you, these people, I mean, they're, 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 they're steadily chomping, chomp, 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 closer and closer to another revolution or a civil war in this country. Because what did the Second Amendment, what was the main reason for the Second Amendment? It's off the government that gets tyrannical. And if that ain't tyrannical, I don't know what the fuck you call it. I mean, all this, I mean, I, wow, that's, that's just fucking amazing. It's already tyrannical enough that you have to ask master's permission to carry a gun. Oh, uh, wait a minute. I thought the second amendment was quite clear on that one. You have a right to keep and bear arms. Keep means keep it on you and bear means wear. Hell, it even rhymes. Uh, to carry a weapon on your person. I got my little pea shooter right on my side right now. So <clears throat> I don't need no fucking permission from nobody. I mean, I, again, there you go. It's 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 tyranny being a tyrannical government just stepping up the ladder, not going down the ladder to freedom. Freedom is down here on the bottom of the ladder. Tyranny is up there on top in this case. So you're you're stepping one rung at a time on this ladder toward tyranny and into to a total dictatorship. That is a dictatorship. You know, it's bad enough we got these goddamn jackbooted thugs running up and down the highways, revenueing, collecting money. And that's what revenueing means, collecting money. Um, they letting all these fuckers just swim and fly and jump across the Rio Grande down there. Okay. And not really doing nothing about it. Catch and release. They just catch them and they just release them. Oh, well, we'll give you a court date. I see you in five years there, Pedro. Yeah, right. You think Pedro's going to come back in five years for his fucking court date? You believe that bullshit? I got you some oceanfront property in downtown Dallas and I'll even show, throw in a fucking maintenance contract for the next century. You believe that bullshit? So... What's the, what's the purpose? Why why are they doing this? Control. Remember what I've always said: they're control freaks. When you're a control freak, well, they want you to show your papers, please. In this case, it ain't gonna be please. It's just you might might as well imagine a gun pointing at your head. You better show me your papers, please. See that little imaginary gun up there sticking at the top of your head? Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, because I'm I'm willing to bet Nazi Nazi stormtroopers didn't ask politely to see your papers. 
I'm pretty sure they they've they said something along the lines of your papers. Show me your papers now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, let me let me uh, let me put a pin in that and get back to you. In the meantime, you know this this is this is what the Biden dictatorship is talking about. This is what they want. <clears throat> they want to do this to us. I mean, New York already has that passport thing. I'll tell you something. I find out. I'll, I'll tell you right now. I find out my my shit is 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 digitized as far as my vaccination information. Somebody's getting a lawsuit. I guarantee fucking tee it. Because I'm going to ask him, where did you where do you have permission from me to do that? Where where did I sign on the dotted line? I grant the state of New York permission to show my to digitize my vaccination records so that I can go into a restaurant or a museum or any any such business. See, this is this is what this is what should concern every American across the country. This is what should concern every single American nationwide. Now, Cherokee Rose, watching by way of Twitch.tv, said the following. This is disturbing. And she says, exactly, this is America. You know, in regards to our rights. Okay? She said, totally right. F this. Whoo. Gunslinger, she paid you one hell of a nice compliment. She said, Gunslinger is spot on. And I agree with her. Wow. This, look. Well. I didn't serve my country to, you know, to, 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 to protect the people of this state back in the day so that assholes like Joe Biden can tell us what, when we can tell us where we can go, what we can do, yada, yada, yada. If America, if you don't believe him to be a dictator now, <laughs> I'm sure you'll believe it. And uh, Gunslinger, well, Iggy Mom says hello. Hey, everybody, Cherokee. Here's a, here's a, here, you just, well, you just hit the nail on the head. Here's, here's, it's already started. Check that, check that fucking, uh, um, story out right there. This is from Florida. It's already started just like I said it would. Okay. And did you see the story above that for our governor here in, yeah, the back state in of Texas January? Has deemed, yeah, has deemed the state of Texas as a Second Amendment sanctuary. Yay, Governor Abbott, you're a badass right on the right on the ball there, son. Okay. And I told you that then it's going to it's going to st- slowly start percolating throughout the entire country, with the exception of a few states, probably like New York or Chicago, Washington. But the majority of the states are going to fall just like exactly what I said. I like it when I'm right. Pat myself on the back. Go ahead. <laughs> Well, I uh, 
Believe it or not, I I got a story that on Governor DeSantis, uh, not from the Washington Times, uh, but also I got one uh, from. Hang on here. Let me see if I can find it here. Oh, it didn't take. I didn't get to. It didn't save. Oh, that's that's rude. All right, so I guess I'm gonna have to use this one. <laughs> nice. Well, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis to issue executive order banning vaccine passports. Way to go, Gov. Way to go. Well, here's the story, folks. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said Monday that he would issue an executive order forbidding local governments and businesses from requiring so-called vaccine passports to show proof that customers have been inoculated against the coronavirus. He made the announcement on a day when more Floridians would become eligible for vaccination and during a ceremony he convened at the state capitol to sign into law a bill approved by the legislature on Friday that would bar COVID-related lawsuits against businesses that have made good-faith efforts to comply with guidelines meant to stop the spread of the virus. While the governor has previously spoken out against vaccine passports, he said he would take the additional step of forbidding businesses from refusing to serve people who can't prove they have been vaccinated. It's completely unacceptable for either the government or the private sector to impose upon you the requirement that you show proof of vaccine to just simply participate in normal society, the governor said. DeSantis, who was joined during the press conference by House Speaker Chris Sprawls and Senate President Wilton Simpson, called on the Republican-led legislature to send him a measure for his signature that would enshrine the matter into law. But he did not lay out specifics. The, governor's, the governor has rejected mask mandates and has used his executive authority to preempt local governments from enforcing such measures. He has done so to reopen the state's economy after much of it was shuttered a year ago to help control the coronavirus outbreak. More Floridians became eligible for, the, for vaccinations on Monday when the state lowered the minimum age to 40. The requirement will be lowered again on April 5th to include anyone age 18 and over, DeSantis announced last week. <clears throat> As of Monday morning, 5.6 million doses of the three coronavirus vaccines have been administered in Florida, according to health statistics provided by the Florida Department of Health. State records show 2.52 million people have received the first dose of either the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine or the single-shot dose of Johnson & Johnson, and 3.07 million people have completed the vaccine series. As of Sunday, the state of Florida reported that 2,044,005 coronavirus cases and 33,819 deaths. 
DeSantis said allowing governments and businesses to require proof of vaccinations would be an unprecedented expansion of public and private power. But the governor seemed to differentiate between COVID-19 vaccinations and requiring parents to show proof to schools that their children have been protected against other infectious diseases, such as the measles, which he called more problematic. Well, Governor DeSantis, I'm telling you right now, brother, I wish you were the governor of New York because, by God, this, no joke, this is where I feel this, we need, we need, a, we need a governor that knows what the fuck they're doing, okay? I, for one, feel it is an infringement upon my rights as an American citizen to be required to show any business proof that I was vaccinated. Now, I shared on Facebook an image of the two vaccine cards that I have. See, Friday when I went to get the second dose, here's what happened. I ended up going and forgot to take with me the vaccine card because they they would need that, you know, to stamp it at showing that I got the second dose. But I forgot it. I was still able to get the second dose regardless. And got a second card showing the the date of the first dose and of course the second dose. Now, here's where the here's here's the thing. And I'm going to I'm going to see if I can't share this on screen. Uh, that is if I can find where I have my uh, uh, let's see here click that and oh wait a minute might help if I actually opened it first <laughs> uh, it would help you know <laughs> uh, let me see here uh, click on that click on that hopefully you get this hopefully I'll be able to show this we shall see but we shall see when we see it let's see here photos ah goody goody Uh, let me just uh, zoom in on it a little bit here give it a little zoom here Now, folks, for those of you uh, watching on on the screen, here is, you see the the two cards, all right? Now, the first card, the top card is, is the second one I got. The first card is the CDC card that I received uh, when I got my first dose. So now, this proves beyond a reasonable doubt that I have been vaccinated. Now, I'm willing to share that openly because that's my choice. That's my right to decide. Okay? The only thing you'll notice that's not there is my date of birth. I kind of smudged that out. 
don't know why I had to do that. People, people who know me know the, my birthday and stuff, but eh, no need for it really. The only thing missing, which I noticed on both cards, is my middle initial, which kind of, which is kind of cool because who wants to know that George Sinzer has gas? I'm sure not, not anyone. But this, these are the, this is the CDC's vaccination record. Okay. I'm not going to carry this fucking thing all over God's green earth. And I don't want any digital record of it by the government being required. All right. It's just that simple. There's no excuse for it. Now, everybody, and Cherokee Rose even asked the question, have I felt any side effects since getting the shot? I can safely say, without fear of contradiction, no side effects. I'm doing pretty darn good. In fact, those of you who, who saw me earlier in the day on Facebook Live, when I took a walk, saw me huffing and puffing a lot because I'm out of shape. Well, I'm all I, I, I'm in fair enough shape for the shape I'm in, albeit pudgy. But now that the summertime's approaching, and the nice weather's here, I'll be taking walks more often and getting my exercise. Now, um, Iggy Mom asked me a question about someone named Wilson uh, from Halls of Valhalla. Uh, which I haven't been to in a long time, and I really should get over there more often, again, more often. Uh, but I don't remember Wilson off. Uh, I'm not. I I don't unless uh, unless he went by a, a screen name. Uh, so I, I the name doesn't ring a bell. Uh, there, Iggy. Sorry about that. Um. And thank you, Cherokee Rose. You know, I'm. You know, she says I'm glad for you in regards to the to the side effects. The only thing that I will say about this is, you know, a lot of people have all these uh, these fears because of people. Uh, you know, because of there have been reports of people dying from the second dose and everything of the Moderna vaccine, which is what I got. And, um, you know, it's like, it's like my, my primary care physician told me. You're, we're, we will let you know, we're going to tell you exactly what to look for. And she, and they did, they told me, you know, after receiving the vaccine, these are some of the, you know, some of the side effects, you know, you may want to look for it, like headache, well, the only way I'm going to get a headache is if I bang my head against the wall several times or hit myself in the head with a hammer. Um, fever, which, no fever. Cool as a cucumber, as my mom used to say when I was a kid. And, um, you know, for, for the most part, nothing. No diarrhea, no nausea, no none of this, none of that, none of the other. Everything, I is good to go. If that if I wasn't good to go, I wouldn't be sitting here right now. I'll tell you that. 
Um, now, oh, well, uh, Iggy Mom, just to let you know, Halls of Valhalla was on not too long ago. I, I, I remember, uh, what's his name, uh, doing the show? Because, um, I had, I had talked, I was talking with No Way, uh, over there, and I think Bigfoot was there too, and a couple others, and that was, uh, in the last several months, uh, it was several months ago, but I know they, they were on, uh, at one point. So, I don't know. Uh, you might want to get in touch with, um, oh, what was, what's his handle? Uh, yeah. No, no reruns are uh, by RZ. No, RZ was doing live. On, I'm serious. So I don't know. I don't want to tell you there. Yes, indeedy. But anyway, getting back to the to the to the situation at hand here. So, as far as vac vaccine passports and shit, hey, uh, dictator dumbass, right here. This is what this is my message to you, and to you, Governor fuckhead here in New York. Same message. I, I, I'll I, I'll tell you what. How do we? Oh, we're, I'm going to forward this the same message to the governor of New York. Just like I would forward email. <laughs> um, but no, it, it, it this whole thing, Gunslinger, is is really disturbing. You know, to to think that that Biden would be this inept to even consider vaccine passports like that. To think that. Governor Fuckhead here in New York has this thing, this thing called Excelsior Pass, where you got to download the app and all this shit. I ain't downloaded a motherfucking thing. Fuck that shit. Hell no. If I get refused to go into to go into a, a grocery store, if I get refused to go into, say, the public library. Or I get refused to go in any business because of this passport bullshit. There's going to be hell to pay. Because if we get told we can't go into a grocery store to, to buy our basic needs. Okay. Well, something's wrong with that picture. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Goodness. Coffee burps, folks. I am not now, nor am I ever going to be submissive to a government. Do I look like the kind of person who would submit to that kind of bullshit? <laughs> Guess again. Guess the fuck again. As far as I'm concerned... You know, Governor DeSantis made the right move. He's making the right move. Cut that shit off in a New York minute. No way. 
Fuck that. Okay. And speaking of Governor Dumbfuck here in New York, uh, just to give everybody the heads up, there's another accuser. There are now 10 accusers. Ten accusers against uh, Andrew Cuomo. Well, this new accuser says Cuomo manhandled me during flooded house. Uh, manhandled me touring flooded house. Oh, really? Well, Sherryville, a married 55-year-old mother of three, on Monday accused New York Governor Andrew Cuomo of grabbing and kissing her inappropriately while he toured her flooded her flood damaged home in 2017 Ville joins nine other women in accusing the governor hard to believe this this asshole is actually 63 of inappropriate conduct most accusers are current or former staffers Ville was accompanied by attorney Gloria Allred on Monday she said she has not spoken out before because of fear of reprisals from the governor or his office. The whole thing was so strange and inappropriate and still makes me nervous and afraid because of his power and position, Bill said, according to the New York Post. I am still afraid of him, but I am no longer willing to remain silent. The two met when Cuomo toured Greece, New York, in May 2017, after the city had been hit by heavy flooding. Ville said she invited Cuomo into her home to view the damage. That's when the governor looked at me, approached me, took my hand, and pulled me to him, she said. He leaned down over me and kissed my cheek. I was holding my small dog in my arms and I thought he was going to pet my dog. But instead, he went to squeeze between the dog and, and, and mine and kiss me on the other cheek in what I felt was, highly, it was a highly sexual manner. He said, that's what Italians do, kiss both cheeks, Bill said. <laughs> she immediately felt shocked and didn't understand what had just happened, Bill added. But I knew I felt embarrassed and weird about his kissing me. I am Italian, and in my family, family members kiss. Strangers do not kiss, especially upon meeting someone for the first time. Then, on the way out the door, Cuomo stopped he turned to me and said, You are beautiful, Bill said, adding, That made me feel even more uncomfortable. I felt as though he was coming on to me in my own home. Allred displayed a screen grab of Cuomo allegedly grabbing Bill's face a second time outside her home, outside her house, and kissing her again. The image was captured by Bill's son, who was recording the visit. I felt like I was being manhandled, especially because he was holding my face 
and he was kissing my cheek again, Bill said. The way he looked at me and his body language made me very uncomfortable. I felt he was acting in a highly flirtatious and inappropriate manner, especially in front of my, of my family and neighbors. He towered over me. There was nothing I could do, she said, noting the governor stands a foot taller than her. I know the difference between an innocent gesture and a sexual one, she said. I never felt as uncomfortable as I did the day that Governor Cuomo came to my home. His actions were very overly sexual, highly inappropriate and disrespectful to me and my family. Days later, someone on Cuomo's staff left Ville a voicemail asking her to attend an event with the governor, she said. Notably, the staffer did not say my husband and I or my family and I, only specifically me, Ville said. She said she did not respond to the call. She also received a signed letter from the governor with two photos of him shaking hands with her in, in her home. It was addressed only to her, as well even though Cuomo had met Ville's husband and her son. This had a long-term effect on me, Ville said, saying that her neighbors began teasing her by calling her the, the governor's new girlfriend. Allred said there, is, there are no plans to sue or contact the New York State Assembly about its investigation into the governor. Cuomo's office did not respond to the Post's re request for comment. Personally, I I would say I would say that you know if, if she's got proof that he grabbed her face and kissed her, like he did, I'd go I, shit. I would advise if, if I were if I were her attorney, I'd advise her to go to the state assembly and and put her her name in the hat as part of the investigation. This is beyond bizarre. This is beyond ridiculous. This is beyond inappropriate this is just plain disgusting okay someone i meet for the first time face to face if i had done that my ass would be locked up for sure and i certainly wouldn't kiss on the cheek any woman who's married now a gentleman the way I was raised, I don't know about anybody else, but this is what I was taught to do. If you're if you're a true gentleman, and you're and especially if you're saying hello or goodbye, and you feel it's appropriate, you take that person's hand and you say, "Thank you so much for your for your 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 uh, your kind your your kind in, invitation." Only a, only a gentleman would do a gentleman would do this, and this is, you know, this is the way I was raised. I would tell them up front, and I would give a gentle kiss to the, to the hand, and back away. Because a gentleman knows what's appropriate and what is not. Grabbing a person's face and kissing them on the cheek like that, especially given the governor's uh, past.
No. No. Uh-uh. This son of a bitch needs to be impeached. He needs to get thrown out of office and thrown out pretty fucking quick. There's no excuse for that kind of behavior. Bad enough we've got pedophile Joe sitting in the White House. And we got to have his uh, his his uh, brother from another mother sitting in, in in the governor's mansion here in New York. What is with you, Democrats? Are you that sick in the fucking head? Go ahead, gunslinger. Let's hear what you have to say on this. Well, it's pretty bizarre, actually. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Idiot one, idiot two. I mean, we're running. We're, boy, we we gonna have to expand the word idiot. I, you know, it's it's amazing that these people. I don't know. I it's just when it comes to the, the, those idiots, I just um, kind of have to sit there and shake my head like, <laughs> you got to be kidding me. But it's actually true. It's actually true. Um. I just don't know what, you know, where's it all going to end at? Is where, you know, how, when, where, who's going to get enough fed up with it? I mean, when you're, you know, doing this kind of stuff and, and you're either the mayor or the governor or whoever, I think mayor or governor, you really are piece of shit. <laughs> Go ahead. Look, I've been saying this for a long time now. That when when Joe Biden was seen on camera, on C-SPAN, taking a, a small girl's hand and pulling it to his crotch, that that was the, the sickest thing any human being could ever do. On live fucking TV, this got caught. Sniffing a woman's hair or a teenager's hair. Really? Placing your hands on a on a, on a woman, on another woman's shoulders in a sexually provocative manner is not appropriate behavior for any guy. Unless you're unless she happens to like you and you're in the privacy of your home or her home and she welcomes it. That's a different story. But in the case of Joe Biden, that was not the case. But the mainstream media never really said anything about it. They dismissed it as conspiracy theory and bullshit. Okay? Yeah. I mean, Cherokee Rose said it best in regards to, uh, to Cuomo. Sick old perv? Sick old freak. Ooh, excuse me. Ooh, coffee burps. They're a killer. Um, but you know, this is the this is this is what we're we're dealing with in this country. A pervert in the governor's mansion here in New York, and a pervert in the fucking Oval Office. I actually had somebody while I was out today, before I went on Facebook Live, someone, you know, that knows me, 
walked up, you know, said, hi, how you doing? We were talking for a few minutes. And he goes, oh, by the way, I, I saw some of your recent uh, archive shows on Rumble. I said, yeah. He goes, man, you are, you, you, you really are some piece of work. Calling the, calling the president of the United States a dictator? That's kind of arrogant presumption on your part, George. And I said, no. How many executive orders did he sign? 60, 70 executive orders, give or take? He goes, yeah, so? I said, since, he was, since, since the inauguration, that's how many he signed. He's literally uh, legislating by executive order, bypassing the Congress altogether. He goes, I, I didn't realize that. I said, ah, well, realize it now, my friend, because guess what? That's what he's doing. He goes, yeah, but you, you can't sit there and, and call him a dictator like that. That's, that's you know, you got to have respect, for, you know, for the president. I said, first of all, he's not my president. I didn't vote for him. Second of all, I have respect for the office. I do not have to have respect for the person sitting in it. There's a difference. And he just looked at me and walked away. I'm sorry the truth hurts. I really am sorry the truth hurts. But that's the reality. That's honest to God fact. You know? And and Cherokee Rose even said, yeah, he's a, he is a dictator. You know? And, and Cherokee Rose even said, you know, respect is earned. And and I agree, and that's 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 a definite. Look, I don't expect people to like me or or anything like that but at least you know show me the same respect that you would want shown to you that's the way i've always lived my life you know if if you're if you if you have if i if i'm showing you proper respect which is the way i was raised even in my drinking days i showed proper respect The fact is, respect is earned. It's not handed out like a door prize. Okay? That's, that's, the, that's what I've always been told when I was growing up, and that's what I always live by. You show me disrespect, you disrespect me, even in the smallest degree, and you will have lost my respect. I will not have any respect for you. It's that simple. Don't ever ex don't don't ever demand respect. You start demanding respect and telling people you will respect me. No. You tell someone, please show me the same respect that you would want for yourself. Let someone know up front. That's the way. Respect is earned. We show you, if I show you respect, please show me the same in return. You don't demand it. You ask, you ask for it politely. And, it, and if that person doesn't show you respect, well, then you have every right to feel disrespected and 
to let them know up front, hey, you're not, you don't show me respect. How can I? How can you expect me to to respect you in return? So, as far as I'm concerned, Joe Biden has not earned my respect. The office of the President of the United States of America, I respect because it is, it is, and always has been. Excuse me, good Lord. In, in my personal opinion, of course, I don't know if anyone would, would agree with me or not on this, but the office of the President of the United States is a place that honorable men, men of good conscience, have sat. Men like George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, and so on. Look, I'm not, and and I'm 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 no saint. I'll tell you that right now. I'm no saint, but I respect the office. Nothing says there is nothing anywhere that says I have to respect the person who's sitting in that office. I will show proper respect to the office, but I don't have to respect the person, especially if that person is nothing more than a perverted old fart that don't know his ass from his elbow and hasn't got the the presence of mind or brain cells to know who his wife is, what state he's in, or will treat a, a, a small child with sexual abuse by pulling her hand close to his freaking nutsack and get away with it. When Bill Clinton, when Bill Clinton first lied about what happened in the, in the Oval Office, I had no respect for the man. But when he came forward, when he finally came forward and, and admitted what he had done, when he admitted what he did, I respected him for that because he, he, he finally admitted the truth. You see, respect, like I said, is earned. It's not handed out like a door prize. I have the highest respect for Gunslinger. Though we haven't met face to face, and he knows what I look like, I have no idea what this man looks like. Haven't met him face to face, and quite frankly, if I ever do get to see what he looks like, it ain't going to make a hill of beans difference because I have the utmost respect for this man. We've known each other for a good 12 plus years. Okay? I hope over these years I've earned his I've earned his respect and vice versa. Cherokee Rose. Now I know what she looks like. She knows what I look like. Guess what? Whether you know what the person looks like or not is not the important factor. 
What's important is if you show someone respect, it is hoped that you will that, that person will show you the same in return. And that's the mutual respect I'm talking about here. Mutual respect the gunslinger and I have, that Cherokee Rose and I have, the Iggy Mom and I have. And yes, friends will argue, friends will have disagreements, but that's all part of of life. But the most important thing to any human being is being respected. I show proper respect to the people that I've come in contact with, that I call my friends. Disrespect me? That might not go so well. Okay? Because I can easily turn around and be disrespectful right back. But, the bottom line is, I don't have to do that. It's a choice. Simple. I choose to show proper respect to people because that's the way I was taught. It's not something that I, you know, that I have to sit down and go, gee, today I think I'll be the most disrespectful piece of shit on the planet to this person. But on the other hand, this person over here, I will show them proper respect. Choices. Decisions. It all boils down to that. I choose to be respectful. Disrespect me? I will let you know about it. But don't expect me to be respectful back after that. Because once you disrespect me, you will have proven to me that you do not earn respect in return. It's a two-way street, baby. A two-way street. All right. And Gunslinger said about nine minutes ago, he'll be back in about ten minutes. <laughs> Good thing I checked the Mixler chat room real quick. Now, wouldn't have much of a choice because in order to go into my stories folder, I gotta go to the chat room so it opens up to the right of the chat. Well, it's the little things behind the scenes. Now, oh, excuse me. I have not had this much gas in ages. Well, at least it's going up and not going down. It starts going down. I swear to God, I will not be a happy camper. The eviction moratorium is expiring soon. In fact, it'll expire... The last day of this month. Now the question becomes, what will Joe Biden do in regards to this? Well, Joe Biden's administration has less than a week 
to decide on extending the nationwide eviction moratorium, a measure that housing advocates say has helped keep most cash-strapped tenants across the country in their homes during the pandemic. Now, housing advocates are confident the ban, due to expire March 31st, will be extended for several months and possibly even strengthened. Still, they argue the existing moratorium hasn't been a blanket protection and say thousands of families have been evicted for other reasons beyond non-payment of rent. The key to restoring and strengthening our economy is defeating COVID-19. To do that, we must keep people safely housed as we work towards vaccinating more people. This is what the American Rescue Plan does. Senator Jack Reed, Democrat from Rhode Island, said in a statement. But for now, the extension of the moratorium is clearly warranted until more people are vaccinated. More supportive housing programs come online and more help is deployed. Now, the White House has, has indicated it is weighing the, an extension of the ban. The Department of Housing and Urban Development did not respond to a request for comment on the issue. Now, Eric Dunn, Director of Litigation for the National Housing Law Project, noted signs that a decision has already quietly been made. Last week, Dunn said a HUD official conducted a call with housing advocates to field opinions on a new, streamlined form that tenants can use in order to gain protection from eviction. Why would they be doing that if they didn't plan to continue this for a while longer, Dunn asked. The question is, what is the extension going to look like? Now, Dunn and others would like to see the moratorium extended and improved. Last week, more than 2,000 advocacy organizations signed on to a letter to Biden and new HUD Secretary Marsha Fudge urging them to extend the ban via executive order and also address the moratorium's shortcomings by improving and enforcing the order. Implemented in September by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, President Trump, Donald Trump's ex directive was extended until the end of January. Biden extended it until March 31st. The rationale for the moratorium was that having families lose their homes and move into shelters or share crowded conditions with relatives or friends during a pandemic would further spread the highly contagious coronavirus. To be eligible for protection, get a load of this, folks. Renters must earn $198,000 or less for couples filing jointly, or $99,000 for single filers, demonstrate that they've sought government help to pay the rent, declare that they can't pay because of COVID-19 hardships, and affirm they are likely to become homeless if evicted. Biden's $1.9 trillion COVID relief package included more than $25 billion in emergency rental assistance, plus more to help tenants who, are, who were behind in their utilities, but no extension of the eviction moratorium. 
And while that money works its way out to citizens, the need for relief remains dire. John Pollock, coordinator of the National Coalition for a Civil Right to Counsel, said current surveys show that 18.4% of all tenants owe back rent. That number also revealed significant racial disparity. The percentage of black tenants behind in their rent was 32.9%. Pollock called the ban the only thing holding back the flood of evictions that would spiral through the still shaky American economy. That kind of wave won't just affect the renters themselves, it will devastate communities, much as the 2008 mortgage foreclosure crisis did, he said. But simply extending the moratorium is not enough, advocates said. One of the biggest changes being advocated for is for Biden to make the ban's protections automatic and universal. Currently, tenants have to take active steps to invoke the ban's protections, which leads to exploration of the, of the uninformed. Exploitation, I'm sorry, of the uninformed. Excuse me. It's often the most vulnerable that don't have the information they need to be protected, said Diane Yentel, president of the National Low-Income Housing Coalition, citing recent immigrants and the elderly as those least likely to know their full rights. It's really been left to organizations like ours to get the word out, she said. Another flaw, landlords in some jurisdictions have been initiating eviction proceedings in court. It has allowed landlords to have these evictions just teed up and ready to go, Dunn said. Many families have chosen to leave their homes at the first threat of legal proceedings, fearing that the eviction, even one still in the courts, would be a stain on their record that would make finding a home challenging. Not everyone supports keeping the moratorium in place. Landlords in several states have sued to scrap the order, arguing it was causing them financial hardship and infringing on their property rights. There are at least six prominent, la- lo- prominent lawsuits challenging the authority of the CDC ban. So far, three judges have sided with the ban and three have ruled against, with all cases currently going through appeals. One judge in Memphis declared the CDC order unenforceable in the entire Western District of Tennessee. Individual eviction cases are still heard by state, co- by state court judges, far and wide, many of whom never liked the CDC halt order to begin with and were just itching for ways to circumvent it or disregard it, Dunn said. All right, first of all, let me point something out. Yes, there are, there are folks who have fallen on hard times because they lost their jobs, they lost their businesses, they were finding it difficult to make ends meet and, of course, pay the rent. But what about the people who have the ability to pay the rent but violate their leases? So much so that 
this moratorium has allowed them to stay in their homes and continue to violate their lease with impunity. I know of one case right now. I've got a neighbor across the hall from me who has, since before I even moved into where I live, has violated her lease so many times over that this moratorium has made it impossible to get a proper eviction of this person. Another problem in this is they are, there is a statement by her own case manager who says that even if there was no moratorium, evicting her would be difficult because of, of mental illness. Here's where the use of where the abuse of someone having a mental illness gets played up. When I first moved in to where I live on June 1st, the person left a smelly, disgusting bag of garbage in the hallway outside her door for days and days. Then that bag went to the dumpster, apparently. Then another bag got put out there. This person had violated her lease so many times, and I mean so many times before I even moved in, she would, according to the lease agreement, after, after three warnings, the property, the owners of the property have the, the right to fine you. And she had been fined multiple, multiple times. And yet she's still here because of the moratorium. And because her case manager says that they really can't evict her necessarily because of her mental illness. Well, you know what? This is starting to get on my last nerve. And I'm sure it gets on the last nerve of everyone who is faced with a similar situation. Now, I've got nothing against the person personally. I really don't. In fact, uh, it was about a week or two ago, on, on, a, on a Sunday, she was at the, at the bottom of the stairs, at the door coming in from outside, having difficulty walking, standing up. Now, to my knowledge, she does not drink. I'm at the top of the stairs. Before I could get down those stairs to see if I could help her in any way to get up the stairs, she tried climbing up four, five steps, and then all of a sudden fell backwards and hit the side of her head right into the door frame. Well, I, I called the police, and they sent over, they dispatched an ambulance and so forth, and she was taken to the hospital. Less than 24 hours later, she was sent home. I'm sorry, but this person, before she even hit her head, was, was talking incoherently. She wasn't slurring her words or anything. She was just talking nonsense. Well, here's the problem, folks. If you're dealing with, with, if that's the kind of stuff that's going on other than non-payment of rent, landlords have the legal right to evict, but this moratorium takes away that right. If I violate my lease, okay, if I knowingly violate my lease, 
they have the right to evict me. Okay? Thing is, the moratorium would would be would be, would be a protect a, a protection on me. I can pay my rent. My rent gets paid every month without fail. Excuse me. Good Lord, have mercy. But this is the problem. Personally, I think the moratorium needs to uh, needs to go away, or at the very least. Have the moratorium state specifics. This moratorium is for people who are unable to pay their rent. That's what it was supposed to be for in the first place. But the system takes advantage of it. And makes it a broad paintbrush. Gunslinger, I don't know how much of what I what I read or what I've said you've heard, but there is there is talk of this moratorium on evictions being extended again. Although nothing has been said officially, uh, and the, this moratorium ends March thirty first. So now the question becomes. Should this moratorium be extended? And if so, should it be modified to only encompass people who have suffered hardship because they lost their businesses, they lost their jobs, they're struggling on unemployment, they can barely uh, keep a roof, they're, they're, they're having a difficult time paying the rent, should it be as should it be modified to be that specific or should the moratorium just be let allowed to drop altogether because there are people who violate their leases that can pay their rent <clears throat> but violate their leases and have been told you will be evicted if you uh, unless you stop doing this or you or you or, or that or whatever whatever it is that they're they're violating their that's vi- the violation of their lease so the question becomes how should this moratorium be handled go ahead well yeah it it, it should be extended okay just like you said if the people you know is can't pay the rent due to losing a job or whatever. You can't help that. I mean, you can't blame the person for that. Okay. Now there should be stipulations in it. Just like the, that person you got across the, across the hall there. If you're able to pay the rent, but yet you violate whatever rules of the apartment complex or whatever, then yeah, it's time, you know, kick your ass to the curb. Okay, those people are able to pay the rent, so there should be no problem there. But 
the people that can't pay the rent because of they lost their job or whatever. It's not their fault. So you can't blame them and kick them out to the, to the curb just because they lost their job because of the fucking China bug. Okay. But if you do, you know, uh, and for people that make an X amount of money per month, well, obviously you can should pay the rent. I mean, if you if you still got a job and you're still getting paid, that means that you're able to pay rent. You know, so yeah, I mean, yeah, it should be extended only, but with certain circumstances, you know, because it's not fair to the person that's lost their job versus somebody that has the ability to pay and they're just well a nutcase that needs to go. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean the the way I the way I see it is this. Okay. I can pay my rent. And I pay it on a I pay it every month without fail. Okay? Um I make sure my utilities are paid. I make sure you know that the basic needs are met first. Roof, power, food. Those are the the three priorities. When it comes to my to to my living space, I make damn sure I keep it as well, almost as neat as possible. I I live a bachelor life, so I've got you know. I've got a few uh, a few uh, stacks of uh, of old circulars that I'm that I got that I got to throw out here and there, and you know the occasional uh, stuff sitting on top of a table that you know I'm sorting through or whatever, and you know it's it's you know for ninety nine for the most part ninety nine percent of my home is as neat as can be. I'm not a neat freak, but at least it's not a fire hazard. I've been in, I've been to people's homes that you're lucky you can find the floor in those homes. Okay. Now, Ooh, pardon me. I don't know if anybody heard that. Hopefully not. Um, but the bottom line is I, you know, I, I try to keep a good house. I I show I try to show proper respect to my neighbors. I've got a neighbor that lives right underneath me. She's a sweetheart of a lady. She's seventy years old. You know, from the day I moved in, she 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 showed me nothing but 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 very 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 friendly uh, uh, welcomes, and she made me feel welcome when I first moved in, and. Uh, I'll tell you what, I try very hard to, when I walk through my apartment, now I'm a 300 pound man, give or take a pound, and I try to walk as lightly as I can so not to, so my, my feet don't go thud on the floor, you know, but the floorboards do creak a little bit, so (laughs) you can pretty much tell when I'm walking back and forth. But I try very hard to be respectful. You know, I try to keep my voice down. The only time she actually hears me is if I go on SingSnap 
karaoke.com, the karaoke site, and I'm sitting here singing. Now she'll she might hear me sing a song or two, and she's even complimented me on my singing. And uh, you know, I try very hard because I do have a powerful set of pipes. You know, I am very I even now I'm trying to be as as restrained with my voice as I can uh, because I know my voice carries. I know it is powerful. When I was an NCO in, in the service, I had one guy standing right next to me. And the, uh, the sergeant major of my unit at the time said, Sergeant Sinzer, fall out of formation. And I said, yes, Sergeant Major. You know, normal volume of my speaking voice. The guy stood next, standing next to me puts his finger in his ear like this and goes, holy shit, George. What the fuck, man? You, I've never heard you talk that loud before. I said, be thankful. Because if I talk my normal volume, y'all be deaf. So I fell out of formation and I had to do, I had some business to take care of, of course, and that's why he had me fall out. But later in the day, I met up with him and he, he was laughing. And I said, what's so funny? And he goes, well, George, you know, it's just you and I, but... Uh, one of the guys in formation next to you said that when you spoke up, you almost you almost made him deaf in one ear. And you didn't yell. You were just talking. You just you just said it. You know, talking. But it sounded like you were yelling. I said, "That's the strength of my voice. It's that powerful." So I've had to learn to be very careful with my voice. I mean, if I were to open up my pipes right now, I'd have to turn the microphone down because it would literally be, it, it would cause it to go into the red big time. Even though I've got it adjusted where it shouldn't do that, believe me, it will. And I will actually have a distortion in my audio because of my strong voice. <clears throat> so, the way I, I got a new job for you. You can oh, be a can be a foghorn. New job for you, foghorn. Oh, hey, <laughs> that that'd be great. I could sit. I could. I could. I could open oh, up hey. the windows of a of a lighthouse and go. Too close to shore. Too close to shore. Yo, asshole, you're too close to fucking shore. Yeah, I could see me doing something like that. But it's 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 weird because you know, getting back to to the topic at hand, you know, a lot of folks, you know, would see would see me and knowing the strength of my voice, and they would understand that I'm trying to be respectful of my neighbors when my neighbor across the hall would scream at the top of her lungs and I'd hear it all the way in my bedroom from my bedroom, I blurted out, shut the fuck up or I'm calling the cops and having you hauled out in a straitjacket." They heard me with the windows closed outside across the street and down the block. Literally. 
I know because I had a few people comment about it. And talking with the uh, property manager, I said, you know, I hope the neighbors aren't complaining about my loud voice. And she goes, no. No one's complained about you at all. In fact, you're the you're the, you're the you're the quietest tenant we've we've ever had in that building. You hardly we we hardly hear a peep out of you. Talk about you know feeling good about something. But these eviction moratoriums, you know. Granted, there are there there because of this coronavirus pandemic, and because people because of it have lost their jobs, lost their businesses, you know, and are struggling severely. <clears throat> you know, I can understand a moratorium to help them, but if a person is able to pay their rent and so forth. I don't see where that where that moratorium applies. And it shouldn't. But they make it a blanket moratorium and that's and, and that to me is where the problem lies. Now uh, let me go back here uh, in in the comments. Cherokee Rose raised a good point here a, a few moments ago. She said, "What about property owners?" If people aren't paying rent, how are property owners supposed to pay their bills? A very valid question, a very good point. You know, if, if it's, if, if say, say you've got 100 units, and out of those 100 units, say 10 people are struggling and they can't pay their rent, it may not be that big of an imposition on the property owner, but if the entire complex is like that, then it's a big problem because they can't, how, how are, how are property owners supposed to pay, pay their taxes? How are they supposed to pay their maintenance people? You know, how are they supposed to pay their electric bills for their, for their offices? How are they supposed to pay their phone bills for their, for their offices? You know, uh, like here, they, they have a contractor that does the plowing during the winter months. How are they supposed to pay the contractors that they hire to do that? It's, 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 see, see where this, this is where Cherokee Rose's uh, question, question on this uh, makes absolute perfect sense because it is, it, it, it's, it's common sense and, and it's a valid question indeed. But at the same time, there are people who are abusing the moratorium, claiming they can't pay the rent, and getting away with it. So there is abuses on that front as well. All right. One final item here, because we're running out of time, because like I said, we're not doing a full three hours tonight like we normally do. Uh... For the next two weeks, uh, this broadcast is going to be cut to two hours, not three. Uh, so, 
let me uh Now here's here here we go. White House. Biden won't hold direct talks with Kim Jong un. Experts warn China will take over Korean affairs if US fails to open direct talks. Get a load of this, everybody. According to one one American news network, Joe Biden rejected the possibility of direct diplomacy with North Korea, which experts said may further embolden China. On Monday, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said Biden has not planned to meet with Kim Jong-un to discuss the the, the denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. Psaki said Biden's approach to North Korea would be different, but she did not provide more details. Experts noted the only alternative to talking to North Korea would be to ask China to handle the matter. Meanwhile, according to reports, Pyongyang is advancing its ballistic missile program with a series of recent test launches. Now that Biden said that he is prepared for some formal diplomacy with North Korea, does this include sitting with President Kim Jong-un, asked a reporter. Saki claimed in, in, in her response, I think his approach would be quite different. This is not his intention. Thank you. In the meantime, North Korea said it sees the Biden administration as a threat to its political and economic well-being. This is a far cry from the peaceful development plan once proposed by President Trump. So... This, this kind of raises a question, Gunslinger. This raises a very serious question. If Biden passes it off to China, is China going to speak to Kim Jong-un and represent America in its talks? That's, I, it kind of sounds like that to me. And if that's the case, what the fuck do we need diplomats for from the United States? If China's going to be allowed to uh, have open, direct talks with North Korea, if the U.S. fails to do so. And of course, we know where Biden is chummy, chummy, buddy, buddy with China. So, question becomes, is China now representing our interests or their own? And saying that it's our, the, the, and claiming our interests as theirs. I, I'm a little confused by all of this. So, Gunslinger, what do you think?
gun? Oh, gun, where'd you go? Well, I'm here. I just muted my mic a while ago, but I forgot to unmute the goddamn thing. Bam. <laughs> You're taking lessons after me, my friend, and that's not a good sign. I just look that way down. Jeez. <laughs> now, since I've been talking for 30 seconds, now i got to go back and start where I was. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, um, we all know who the um, negotiator is. And damn sure ain't Biden. He could he could not negotiate himself out of a wet dream. Okay, that's how bad that son of a bitch is. All right. Trump had it had North Korea pretty much under control. Okay, uh, little rocket boy. He obviously liked Trump for whatever reason. I don't know. And it's always good to to kind of keep buddy buddy with your potential enemies. It always works out a lot better that way. You handle them direct, and you don't take no for an answer. And that's what President Trump that he didn't he didn't take no from from nobody. Okay, he didn't kiss nobody's ass. Okay, but old sleepy creepy Joe, he's an ass kisser, just like old Bummer, the butt buddy. He's definitely an ass kisser. Okay, that shows weakness. Okay, why do you think that we are the laughing stock of the whole fucking world now? Because of that fucking idiot that's in the fucking White House right now. There is no leadership. There is no, you know, respect. Okay, there's nothing except bumbling fucking fool. Okay, motherfucker can't even go up the stairs of Air Force One without tripping, not once, not twice, but three fucking times within seconds of each other. <laughs> I don't think I ever seen Trump trip up the fucking stairs, or even down the stairs for that matter, because he was sure of himself. He did not have a mental problem, maybe a physical problem too, with Biden. Okay, we know that. Trump didn't have that. I didn't see him ever slur his words or trip over something or, you know, he was, <laughs> he was right there to give speeches for what, two, three, three and a half hours at some points. <laughs> so who's the better negotiator? Well, obviously Trump is, okay. but they're not going to have that rocket boy. He's not going to say, you know, say not going to do anything with this idiot. He's probably over there sitting in there in his palace just laughing his ass off at that dumb fuck. He probably wasn't laughing very much with Trump, obviously, but with this dumb fuck, he's laughing his ass off, just like every other world leader is laughing their ass off. <laughs> Look at that dumb fuck. Man, they, boy, um, uh, worse Trump, you know? I'm sure they would rather talk to Trump now, even though that he's not, well, in technically and realistically, Trump is still the president, okay, because we know that he won by a landslide. Okay, there ain't no doubt about that. These world leaders would rather sit down at a table with Trump than that dumb fuck. Hell, Joe Biden would probably fall asleep, and then the whole would have to fucking take over. You know, it's nappy, nappy time for Joe Biden. Did Trump ever take nappy times? <laughs> no, he worked every fucking day. Sun up to sundown, and then sometime past. 
I don't see how the man ever got any sleep, for God's sakes. If it was, it was only for maybe three, four hours a, a, a night, if that. So, hell, creepy, sleepy Joe, he'll, he, he buttons up the sidewalk probably at uh, 6 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, it's nappy time, going to bed. Oh, is the world blowing up? We'll catch me in the morning. That's his attitude. You know, go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, let me... Um... Let me let me get some comments here from Cherokee Rose first. Um, Cherokee Rose uh, says, "Wow, that's crazy," and yeah, it is. I mean, when you've got a guy who claims to be the president of the United States and only turns out to be a dictator because of all the executive orders he signed and 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 the many. Uh, things he's done since taking control of the White House. It's no surprise that he is allowing or would be willing to allow China to talk to North Korea on America's behalf. Because to him, that might be a good idea. No, that's a ridiculous idea. And I agree with Cherokee Rose, who said, friends close, enemies closer. Very true, Cherokee Rose. Absolutely. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. You know, that, that's, the, that's the one common sense rule that I've tried to live by over the years. Especially since, uh, since 9-11. I don't take chances with my life. I don't take chances when it comes to those I deem my enemy. There are people in this world, more recent in years than, than not, uh, that have tried to do wrong by me, that have tried to hurt me in multiple ways. Well, guess what? They found out very quickly I know how to handle situations which used to baffle me. I know how to handle my enemies. I also know how to handle my friends. I take my friends and treat them. <laughs> this may sound strange, but I treat my friends like family. Why? Because in a lot of ways, there are some, some friends that I have that are more like family than just friends. I'm not going to say which ones or who. That'll be up to them to figure out. But the bottom line is, my mother used to say, you never turn your back on a snake. And you never reveal your whole card. Now, my mother never played poker. She understood the science of it. But she never played. When she told me that about, you know, you never reveal your whole card. I was, you know, I was just a kid. And I looked there and I said, Mom, what do you mean? She said, it's very simple, George. You never reveal to those who are trying to hurt you, your ace in the hole. And even if you do reveal a possible ace in the hole. It's not necessarily going to be 
the ace in the hole. And I understood what she meant by never turn your back on a snake. Because if you do, the snake will bite you. The snake will bite you if, if you're facing it. But more likely it will bite you even quicker if you try to turn if you turn your back on it. And Cherokee Rose likes that one, by the way. The never turn your back on a snake. She says, I will remember that one. Yeah, believe me. It's it's one of those little life lessons that my mother taught me growing up. And you know what? Those life lessons do help. And sometimes when I share those life lessons here on this broadcast, it is my hope that they help someone else. Well, my friends, we have come to the close of this edition of Firefox News Online. But, as always, before we do close for the night, I want to give my buddy Gunslinger a chance to offer his final thought of the evening, and then I'll render mine. So, Gunslinger, what's your final thought for the evening? Well, I don't know. It's just, you know, it's just uh, you got to keep a close eye. It's like you got to keep a close eye on your enemies. Okay, and sometimes you have to keep a close eye on your friends, too. It just depends. Mainly your enemies, because you know you need to know what they're going to do and what what they're going to try to do, if anything. Today, without Trump in the office, they may try all kinds of shit. Who knows? <clears throat> Trump was the ace in the hole that was holding everything together, and with him not in there, it's well. You see, it's already falling apart. That dumbass has not even been in that office for three months, and look at the, the destruction that he has caused. In just less than three months, okay? Ay ay ay. I mean, I don't know. It's just like, wow. Uh, somebody set the course of this ship back to hell again. So you know, better watch out from you know what these people are doing because these people are snaking the grass. It's like you said, these fucking snakes will bite your ass. Even if you, hell, they're so bold down, they'll bite you facing them. So they don't, have, they don't necessarily have to turn their back on you. They'll bite you facing facing you, and they have. So, you know, look at that. You know, be sure and use a snake protection. <laughs> one, one good thing. Go ahead. Get your letter. Well, for my final thought of the evening, uh, let's, let's face the reality, Gunslinger. Uh, let's face the reality, America. We have in the Oval Office a man who is willing to quite possibly allow China to speak on our behalf. I don't want China speaking on behalf of this country. Absolutely not. No country should ever have the right to speak for us. I'm pretty sure that we, the people, that America can speak for itself. As for Governor DeSantis and his um, and his executive order to put a stop to that vaccine that vaccine passport nonsense, two thumbs way up, Governor DeSantis. You truly have earned my respect and admiration because you're standing up for the people of your state. This. 
vaccine passport nonsense is just that. It's nonsense. I shouldn't, none of us should have to walk into a place and show proof that we, we have been vaccinated. Now, they say two weeks after being vaccinated, you know, you can pretty much resume fairly normal activities. Of course, social distancing may still be necessary, but that's fine. If I can stop having, if I can stop wearing these damn face diapers, I'll take it. I'm getting sick and tired of having to put on a face diaper every time I want to go somewhere. Now, if the if the business you're going to go into it has a sign on their door that says that you cannot enter this 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 business unless you have a mask on, that's their choice. They are saying what they would want their customers to do. And I understand that. If they start asking to see your vaccination proof, that's not acceptable. Now, my vaccine record was, I showed it right on camera. I showed what mine says. I got no reason to hide that. But I shouldn't have to show it to get into Madison Square Garden. I shouldn't have to show it to get into a grocery store. I shouldn't have to show it to get into a museum or what have you. And finally, as far as the moratorium on evictions, yes, protecting people who have fallen on hard times, helping them because they're struggling so badly because of the situation, a situation not of their own making. I can understand that. I truly can. But I cannot, and I will not accept a moratorium that is a blanket, a blanket protection, especially if a person can pay their rent but chooses to violate their lease. No, that should not be. I can pay my rent. I follow the, 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 I follow everything that the, that the owner of the property has asked of me because this is, this is their property and I have to respect the, the landlord of this property as well as the property and the people that rent here as well. That is something that I have to do and that's not just on a personal level but on a, on a contractual level. You sign a lease, you're signing a contract. And once you sign that lease, you accept the terms and conditions of that contract. You violate that contract. And the owner of the property has every right to give you fair opportunity to abide by the rules they laid out in that contract. Failure to do that, they have the legal right to have you evicted because you are a disruptive element you are doing the opposite of what has been asked of you 
So if I were to do everything against my lease, well, guess what? I would expect the owner of the property to give me warnings. And if I still continue to do it after the warnings, then follow through with the fines. And if the fines don't work, then ultimately eviction is the final process. But the moratorium on evictions protects people that are even able to pay their rent. And people that are violating their lease at the drop of a hat. No, the way this moratorium should work, I believe, is protect the people who have truly fallen on hard times because of the coronavirus pandemic, because of businesses being shuttered, businesses being closed permanently, and are struggling day after day. If only to keep the electricity and food on the table. If they can't pay their rent because they can't afford to, well, yes, those folks that are struggling, that are truly struggling, should be helped. I'm not going to sit here and say they shouldn't. But a blanket, a blanket moratorium is, that's, that's just way too broad. That's too broad a paintbrush. Simply put. Thanks to Gunslinger, Iggy Mom, Cherokee Rose, and of course all of you watching and listening by archives. Firefox News Online archives on rumble.com slash the F-F-N-O-I-B-N. So be sure to check the that 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 uh, location for the archive of this broadcast. Where you will see my happy-go-lucky face, albeit albeit a little brillo padded from time to time. And I may look a little like I'm ready to fall asleep any second. But there you can find the archive of this broadcast as well. And one final note, again, to remind everyone. from For the next two weeks, Firefox News Online is reducing its time to two hours a night because of medical reasons. I have a lot of medical tests to go through, a lot of th- physical therapy to go through, and a lot of the stuff is being sc- is being scheduled for early mornings, which means I need a good night's sleep. Good luck getting that. <laughs> but once I'm through all that crap, we will return to our normal hours of broadcasting. I hope. For the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. I'm George Sinzer, and this has been Firefox News Online. Fair, balanced, and always responsible. And a little bit on the wacky and silly side from time to time, too. And so, here we go with the outro. Hit it, maestro! Hit what? The outro. Why? Because I said so. Why? Because it just pushed the button. Good night, everybody.
Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. You can catch Firefox News Online Monday through Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Go to MeWe.com slash Firefox News Online or Gab.com slash Firefox News Online for the links to the live broadcast. And if you have any comments you'd like to send our way, we'd love to hear from you. Write to comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. That's comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. If that email address is not working, the host will inform you to use the alternate address, and that is comments at journalist.com. Once again, that is comments at journalist.com. The views and opinions that were expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or these broadcasting services. The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division, all one and the same, adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. Once again, thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Let it be written, so let it be done. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye.